Want to know how technology is building a bridge to the future? Then tune into The Bridge, a six-part Cisco podcast series featuring experts sharing their knowledge and insights. Find out how technology is building a bridge to the future of business and beyond. The Bridge podcast series powered by Cisco. Listen now on the GoLoud app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's all relative with Susan Bradley. A new original podcast series from Newstalk. Today I speak to Edel and Claire O'Neill, sisters of Rory, a.k.a. Panty Bliss. Rory was born in Ballinrobe, County Mayo, son to Rory and Fanula Finn. He grew up with five siblings, three boys, three girls, with Rory being second youngest in the family. After school years, he went to art college in Dunleary and then on to London and Tokyo. Having recently watched the documentary on Rory's life called The Queen of Ireland, highly recommended by the way, I learned that it was in Rory's last year of art college in Dublin where he got involved in drag performance. He headed to London thereafter and on to Tokyo after that, where he lived his absolute best life. During around this time in the mid-90s, Rory was diagnosed as HIV positive and he has continued to speak openly about this diagnosis, more about this later. He returned back to Ireland in the mid-90s where Dublin was in full swing of creative fun, with homosexuality no longer illegal. He took his name from Panty, from Candy Panty, (laughs) a drag queen duo comprising of him and his pal Angelo, and a whole new adventure in Ireland began. His alter ego, Panty, has become known as one of Ireland's foremost drag queens. In 2007, he opened the self-titled Panty Bar in Dublin. It's one of the most fun, most popular go-to LGBTQ places in the country. In January 2014, he appeared on the Saturday Night Show with Brendan O'Connor when homophobia was discussed. Pantygate was dubbed due to the allegations being made on the programme of some journalists being homophobic. Legal action was threatened and payouts were made by RTE as a result. Three weeks later, in response to the events surrounding this controversy, Rory as Panty gave the most unbelievable speech at the Abbey Theatre. It garnered over 200,000 views in literally two days. And today, the video has amassed millions of views. The speech was described as one of the most eloquent speeches in almost 200 years by Irish Times journalist Fintan O'Toole. And across the globe, thousands showed their support, including celebrities such as Graham Norton, RuPaul, Madonna, Stephen Fry and others. Today, Rory continues to work as an entertainer across all media platforms theatre, radio and television, entertaining, informing and teaching in all equal measure. But today the story is about Edel and Claire sitting here beside me, about being Rory's sisters growing up in the O'Neill household in Mayo and hearing all about their lives. Welcome to It's All Relative. Thank you. (laughs) Let's start at the beginning. Growing up in Ballinrobe in Mayo, you're of a big family, right? There's six of you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's six of us. Uh, Lorcan, Hoveen, Fergal, myself, Rory and Claire. Yeah. yeah. Goes boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Nice. Edel is here, is the fourth. Yes. And Claire, the sixth, the baby. Maybe. The baby, yeah. I suppose Lorcan, there's 10 years between me and Lorcan. So he's the eldest. Uh, so Lorcan was away. Very early on, like he really? went to boarding school and then he went off 
to college in in Canada mm. and America. So he's gone for quite a bit. So okay. I I remember you know letters home from him and Mammy reading letters of his at the yeah. at the lunchtime table. Yeah, I can remember her reading them. Yeah, yeah many letters from Canada. Yeah, yeah. He'd been to boarding school in Gormanston. The the lads all went to Gormanston in in County Mead, and he got a scholarship to um what. Uh, Colleges called the United World Colleges, and he got a scholarship when in fifth year. So he never did his leave in thirty. He went off to Vancouver Island and was there, and then went, followed on and went to college in America. Went to went to Harvard afterwards. Mm. Anyway. So he was gone, and then there's Alvin. Yeah. yeah, she went to boarding school in Athlone, and mm. uh, she went to NUIG or UCG as it was then, and did engineering, mm. and uh, worked. She worked in Donegal. She worked all over. The- She's back at home now. Is She's she, back, yeah. well, in, in, over the border in County Galway. Her children would never say they were from Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. and then there's Fergal. Yeah, yeah. Fergal is a horse mad, animal mad. We ro- yeah, well, I mean, like a vet's family, we, our childhood was surrounded by animals of all sorts. Your dad but, was a vet. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So Rory Senior. So, yeah, animals were a huge part of our growing up. Okay. And then there's <laughs> then yourself, Edel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't go to, we didn't clear and I didn't go to boarding school. Yeah. We didn't want to go. Um, so we went to school at home and I did, went to the, what was the, what was it, the RTC in Galway at the time. Yeah. And did what's, well, what's now known as social studies. And um, I've worked in, I've worked, I work for Western Care, which is this, uh, the Learned Disability Service Provider Mayo. But I went to Dublin for a while. I was in the John of Gods and I was in the Brothers of Charity in Galway for a while. And then I came back again in the late 90s. Okay. Mm. You both work in the disabilities act. Yeah. Mm. I work in residential services, though. I work in a group home. I work for people with disabilities, but I do advocacy work, one-to-one advocacy work. Okay. So supporting people to have their say and have their voice heard on different issues and different problems that arise for people. Do you both live? close to each other or are you both back in Ballon Road? Yeah, yeah. we do, yeah. So we're about, you know, on either edge of the town. Yeah. Mm. And Ferg lives nearby as well. Mm. And so, and we're both very, we're all near mum and dad and as, as a result, oh, you know. Lovely. Yeah, and Orvin's yeah. just literally just too. Yeah. When I was watching the documentary, like you do seem a really close family when you get together. I'd yeah. say there's some crack, lots yeah. of fun noise and yeah. all the personalities thrown together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, coupled with the matriarch and the like your folks. <laughs> Honestly, I'm big fans. I can't wait to hear a bit more about them. Rory is fifth in yeah. the in the family. How 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 was life growing up? Tell us a little bit of it. I mean he he says it was idyllic up until mm-hmm. around twelve Mm. Um, when then things kind of he started to kind of feel a little mm. bit yeah. different yeah. Uh, growing up in rural Ireland. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was idyllic. I mean, like we spent spent summers going to the lake and hanging out and we had a big garden. We had loads of neighbours, loads of people around. And our house was where you'd congregate. Yeah, it was it the was, open house. Yeah. It totally mm. was. Um, Mum and dad were really good about that. Well, mum in particular, because... Everybody just congregated in our house, and she was okay with that to a point, I suppose. But yeah, it was it was loads of fun, and we, the lake was nearby, and she used to put it all into the, the Volks. What, what was it? Well, her first car was a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, and then we got kids. And exactly, exactly. It was yeah. about fifteen kids. It was the six of us plus every. Uh, there was probably six or seven other kids with us as yeah. well, and we all went off. And it was part, we went to Loch Mask, which was, well, the lake is Loch Mask, but um, 
we went kind of a couple of miles away to a, to a kind of a more, I suppose, a beach kind of beach like, kind yeah. of place. Yeah, all, yeah, stay all day and yeah. stayed all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sandwiches and potatoes, yeah, and yeah. the dog, and yeah. the ice creams on the way home, and yeah, absolutely, it's great yeah. fun, yeah, really great fun, yeah. And was. in the winter time, uh, Dad would take us swimming to Chum on a Sunday. Mm. Now Claire doesn't have much of a memory of that, but mm. um, depending on whether he was working or like, because of there was three vets in the practice at the time, so there was. When he would be off one weekend and then he'd be working and then be on what they call standby. So if then if he wasn't, they weren't too busy, mm. then we would have gone the second, the standby weekend mm. as well. But we, again, it was packing in all the neighbours' kids into the car and all of us oh, yeah. and off we went. Yeah, no seatbelts at the time, I remember. Not at all. Just no, like, no, no, ah, no, no, you're crammed. Yeah. 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 in the boot. <laughs> yes. What, what was Rory like as, as a child? Was he flamboyant? Was he just very much... You know, what kind of a personality did he have? He was flamboyant, I suppose. He was kind of out there. Like he's he's very definite and always was about his his way in the world. You know, he's quite well, as we know, like he's he is. Yeah, he's he's unapologetic, I suppose. You know, and as a kid, like he was always really good at sport. Was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the way you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's. He doesn't even have to make any effort, and he's just really good at stuff. Do you know? I know the feeling. Brian was exactly <laughs> yes. the same. Just picked yeah. up a, yeah. a ball or mm. a hurl or whatever. And mm. did he continue on with that in school? Well, he and he just he, he would tell you now that he has no interest in particular sport, but he did, he played tennis and things like that. You know, and he's a very good swimmer as well. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, we were swimming in the lake only a couple of you know weeks back, and uh, yeah, he's still a really good swimmer and just just loves the water like right. That. But um, yeah, I suppose I was thinking about this, <laughs> thinking about stories about him. And um, I remember like in this part of his character now, he, he there's an element of like, it'll be grand. Mm. Like he he will prepare and he'll, he'll really, you know, work hard and think hard about what, what he wants to say or whatever. But there's all there's a little element of, you know what, it'll be it'll be grand too. Mm. You know? <laughs> it's a lovely way to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the graft, prepare, and put faith in the universe that it'll all yes. work. I feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And what I, what I was thinking about was that whole thing of um, animals, and um, we all had pets along the way. And at one stage, I had a calf, and Rory and Fergal had calves. Did you? Well. Yeah. So my calf was Dino. <laughs> As a pet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this, you get, you know, there was, there was, Lambs and calves and Rory had a lamb called uh, Susie. Yeah, oh, and there was a Tisha and 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 the two calves were Dino. Was a, uh, no, there was, um, there was a Beanie and, and Barney. Barney in it. it this is like as, as kids. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there was a there was a field in front of our house. Yeah. Um. So so this was, it was a know, very large garden, and so yeah. it was divided into paddocks. Yeah, but it, but it was like it was a way of you know having some responsibility as well. So um, the calves anyway and. You had to you had to feed them every morning, obviously, but you fed them with a, like a, a a milk replacer. Yeah. So it was called Triple A Golden Maverick. Have you, have you come across this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, if you're from a rural background, you may well understand Everyone who this. Knows, yeah, living in rural Ireland, is nodding their heads. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you know, you put the milk. It's dried milk. You put it into the bucket. Yeah, the water. You give it a good stir with your hand, and you bring it out to the calves. And that was you had to do this every morning. Poor then, school. Yeah, yeah. But then the other thing about our house is Mummy's a really good cook and she loves baking and stuff. And, and she allowed us to make things and do stuff. And 
So things like, you know, toffee or we may, you know, never mind the risk of boiling liquid and all that sort of stuff. But uh, so it could be toffee or the other thing we used to make was peppermint sweets. Wow. And, and peppermint sweets involved... <laughs> <laughs> she knows um, dried like, milk powder <laughs> yeah dried milk powder as part of the recipe so you, you know you'd melt the sugar and the butter and all the lovely things and then you pour in dried milk into it and, and make the sweets into you know make them up into balls and then put them into the fridge and eat them later and that was mm. fantastic so this particular evening Rory and I decided we wanted peppermint sweets and my no mammy was out like she used to do a lot of kind of voluntary stuff. And so she'd be out of committee meetings or whatever. And um, daddy wasn't around for whatever reason. And so we decided we were making peppermint sweets. So we got all the ingredients, put them in the bowl, got, got into the pot, melted all the liquid or, you know, all the butter and stuff. And then went looking for the powdered milk and there wasn't any. The ones that are fit for human consumption, at least. Oh, my God. And so, then, so Rory went, the cow stopped there. Triple A Golden Maverick. It'll be grand. <laughs> <laughs> and we had doubled the recipe. I absolutely remember this. We had doubled the recipe because it's like, you know, you can never have too many peppermint sweets. What did it taste like? So we, we put the peppermint <laughs> <laughs> And it did, of course it didn't do as the yeah, ordinary part of the or yeah, something. So it, it did, never got together and it never, you know, so we ended up pouring it out onto the table thinking, this is going to mix... It, it didn't mix. <laughs> this is a liquid. And it's it like, so it wasn't everywhere. grand, actually, you know. And mommy's like, and she eventually, when she did get home, going, what? He's like, but she, I don't remember her giving us, giving out to us. Just laugh just, and shaking her head. Yeah, and just going, oh my God, like really. But they, that's, you know, it was her, it is their way of like letting us be as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And letting us try out things and experiment and stuff. And Rory kind of going. Make, making a few mistakes. Yeah, but, and the, the thing I suppose, like I was, the younger one, and I kind of, you know, the big brother, you know. He, yeah. Oh, he, he looked after me. Him. Yes, exactly. He looked after me. And my triple A golden maverick. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, but it, it does, it really does paint a, a, a lovely kind of free childhood where you were mm. able to roam and yeah. have, have serious crack. If we fast forward a little bit, then Rory, you know, in his teenage years, I mentioned, you know, he started to f- feel somewhat different mm. to his peers in school and so on. Mm. Did he go away to school? Yeah, he went to boarding school. In he Boris. did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and did he, when he came back, I know in the documentary he said he, he really felt that that was uh, a chance for him to be away from Ballinrobe. Mm. Um, when he came back after long periods of time, did you see a big change in him? What do you see? I suppose he just kind of hung around. I don't... Um, not really? No, not really. It was just he was being a teenager. But we were all kind of at the same stage. So like it was... He had his friends. He had loads of... He had loads of girlfriends. Mm, you know, yeah. there was loads. And he was always hanging out with them and, mm. you know, wanting to go places with them. I remember him wanting to go out on New Year's Eve to this... I suppose it was a nightclub of sorts, um, which was a good bit away. And... Um, Mom wouldn't let him go. I remember him like getting really angry about that. <laughs> he was definitely like the he pushed the boundaries. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which you know, there's always all. yeah, <laughs> and and he he definitely well like wanted to you know, push things and do he, I like you do I remember the odd occasion where he'd really push it and it'd be like oh you know this is you know almost like 
Um, well, I better be good because he's pushed it so much. There's a, right. little, a little bit of that, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but we get over that eventually, you know, but, the, you know, those kind of really pushing the boundaries and and because, because he will argue black is white with you, you know what I mean? If, yeah, I, I love hearing the dynamics of family yeah. where like he's the older brother. Mm from you and I do think sometimes where you know where you come in the family really plays quite mm. a strong role mm. whereas the older brother you know pushing the boundaries yeah. you said you kind of pull back a bit yeah yeah and yeah. we're you, the good child yeah yeah you know it's funny how it can work yeah out. but the one thing that you I we, we always think about as well when um he used to come home at weekends or, or summer holidays he was he loved music like he loved you know, like Wham and mm. Madonna and all the and the Jacksons. Mm. And our sitting room, like it's quite a big room, and he would blare that music for hours and hours. And we all danced. Yeah. We just danced. Mm. And, and it's and we still do it. Like when we like the night of the the show in Ballon Robe and you know different gatherings mm. like that. We would all just dance and just love music. And there's yeah. something really lovely about that too, mm. you know, just to just let it let go and I with agree. music. I you agree. Know. I think, yeah, we're the same as in I, I absolutely adore music. Mm. When you turn, switch on the music and just blast it, it mm. just kind of gives you this feck it kind yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> great, yeah. He was yeah, also freedom. very good at, he's very good at art. He, he went to art college in Dundee. Yeah, didn't he? but yeah. he did things like um, we went on a family holiday to Switzerland um I was, it was in my first first year for me because I remember not studying for the first <laughs> you know, exa- summer yeah, exams because yeah. I thought, why would I bother when I'm not going to be here? Um, and uh, he, we came back from that and he painted a mural on the corridor, the whole length of the corridor, like our car, the corridor, the, bung- the house at home is a bungalow and there is, it's very bright uh, corridor with skylights in it and he painted a mural on either side of the on the walls uh, yeah, the whole way down the corridor the folks were one like, was far away <coughs> yeah That's one was, it was I think it was actually dad's idea um, <laughs> it was one was a winter scene and the other was a summer scene and there was cable cars and everything now the cables were never actually painted into the ca- on, on the scene at all but um, there it was there it was probably there for about uh, eight or years, six yeah. or eight years anyway we were allowed to do that kind of stuff, do you know? Yeah. There's never any like, no, you wouldn't be doing that. Well, like, look, a lot of people kind of drew on wallpaper mm, and mm. all that kind of stuff. But murals on mm, either yeah. side of the wall is a whole mm. different world. Like, that's amazing yeah. to be able to kind of express. And yeah. changed it a few years later and, took, and did cartoons. Wow. There was a whole yeah. lot of different cartoons on the other side. But one of the things that he did do in, in school was, you know, Peg Sayers, mm. as in the book. And you remember the picture of Peg at the front with her Galway shawl on her or whatever. Mm. He changed her to a prostitute with fishnet tights and buxom thing and uh, and changed the word peg to bag. Like completely changed, transformed the cover of the book. <laughs> yeah, but I remember covering that book going, I can't be bringing that book to school. <laughs> the youngest cleric angle. See, oh, Jesus, I be good. <laughs> well, you were good into the nuns. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Can you so, imagine? I remember the brown paper you know, rapper and going going on the on the cover of the book. Oh you know, it's funny. So after uh, art college, he went to London and again learning on, in the documentary and reading up a little bit about him. He kind of started to get into the mm. the drag scene, didn't yeah, he? Time, there, yeah. were, mm. were you aware of that, or were you just all involved in your own lives? And it was very much we ah, Rory's in London and yeah, yeah, Lorcan's and, away and yeah, Lorcan was in London at the time. Yeah, he went yeah. For, for a summer to, to London. I think like he he probably, well, he found his 
crowd there than did mm. he really do you know and like when he went to Japan that, that was in Tokyo yeah, yeah and the, the whole drag scene there and his his Angelo who that's right to, yeah to perform with so we didn't really I suppose we knew some of it but we didn't know the, the extent of it or you know mm. I, I heard that how his panty came about was yeah. Candy Panty yes. with Angelo and Rory yes. they were a duo yes. in Tokyo yes, yes. Um, and he learned an awful lot from Angelo mm. who was American was yes. it? Yes, yes. And, and yes. they're still friends, friends yeah. great yeah. pals yeah, yeah yeah and he's Angelo is like completely he's petite and were blonde and Rory was this taller, you know. I mean, he's a tall guy, Rory. Yeah, isn't yeah. He? And his, how, and how his heels. How old? How six, tall? six. Yeah, six two is he? Yeah. Unbelievable legs. Yeah, yeah, great. Legs, yeah. <laughs> Both fat. It's a family trade. <laughs> Girls, you have you've the height. When I met you, I thought, "Crikey, you're you're, you're lovely and tall." I'm very small. Um, when he came back from Tokyo, uh, he came back to to Ireland. Mm. Thankfully, homosexuality had been decriminalized mm. by then and he was able to completely express himself. Was there ever a time that you were aware that Rory was a gay man? Lorcan, I believe, also is mm. is, is, yeah. is gay. Did that ever like come out in a very obvious way or was it just a natural evolution? Well, I, well for me, I think it had to be spelled out in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I, I you know, I don't know whether I, I think maybe because you're so close to him, you know, did, did I cop really that actually you know he is gay do you know what I mean so when he he, he did come out when he came home um, from Japan well but, he was going to Galway with mum and that yeah 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 but see he came home and uh, he, he had been sick and so eventually he did come out but it was like it was as he he described on, on the on the road to Galway really yeah well, what did he say um she, she ma- mommy said something like well at least you're at least you haven't come home with AIDS and, you know, you're gay and with AIDS. And he's like, well, I don't have AIDS, but I am gay as she's driving along the road. And this is in the whole context of like how how you come out to your parents and how how not to, I suppose, in a way. like. And how you know. did Finn respond? <laughs> she keep driving? Yeah, yes. she did. How she didn't crash the car, I don't know. Yeah. Um, how old is Rory at this stage? 1920s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And she just... She just said, she, well, she... she well, what she did do was she came home and she was thinking about it. And she rang her brother, who's a priest in, in England, um, Brendan, um, who's, who's only died in the last year and is a, a big loss to, to Mammy. But um, but he was he's a kind of rock of sense as well and was is a very, was a very thoughtful man and kind and um, uh, was able would would know Mammy very well, mm. do you know, and uh so they talked about it and, and they went, you know, like, it, it'll be OK. It is OK. And she, well, I think that's how, how she would see yeah, it. Yeah, you just yeah. like, you love your children. Absolutely. And Unconditionally. Yeah. And mm. Yeah, it, absolutely. You are who you are. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And obviously the, the, the big thing was mid 90s, he found out he was HIV mm. positive and he's spoken. He has spoken openly oh, about this. Yeah. You know, no doubt, an, an enormous shock mm. to you all. Again, was there a big kind of a family mm. discussion about it, or did it just not really? Yeah, yeah. He, he came home. He had been diagnosed about a year prior to coming home to tell mum and dad. And by the time he was coming home, the the treatments had started to change, yeah. and there was a lot more information. It wasn't quite the death, death sentence. Well, kind of was, but it wasn't as much. 
um, as it, as it had initially been, you know, um, things had definitely started to change. I do remember, I remember ma'am ringing me. I was, I was at work in Galway and she rang, um, I remember her ringing me and telling me. Um, but I don't ever remember there being a big conflab about it or anything. Mm. It was just kind of, well, you know, he's, he's looking after himself. He's, he's going to St. James's, which is where he, he needed to be going. So, um, and was being looked after. So it was kind of, but that's okay. kind of a thing with us as well. It's like, well, he's getting on with it. And that would be Rory's way of, that's how he would tell you about it. He said, well, look, I'm getting, you know, getting well treated and or looked after and there's a process and we just get on with it. Yeah. And that's his way of being in the world, you know. Yeah. He doesn't dwell on things too much. Yeah. You know. And I think mum and dad would have just read up about it and would have done a bit more research into around the treatments. And he also came home with a load of information to them. Mm. You know, he just didn't arrive and tell them. He came home with all the most up-to-date information he could find. And so, um, and I suppose Dad would have an understanding of, of probably a bit more understanding of medical stuff than most other people being a vet and having studied all, you know. Um, so, yeah, they would, he would have come home with all that information mm. and they would have just started. But yes, I, I don't, definitely don't remember this big, like, family conference, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He, he said, I was watching something on joe.ie, he was saying that, you know, obviously he, it was a really, really, really mm. difficult thing mm. to mention to his family. But as you mm. said, Claire, very much the O'Neills are, let's get on with this. We're equipped. We'll do, you know, uh. we'll, the, 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 the medication is there. And yeah. And the, well, the other thing is that mom and dad are, have, have faith. Do you know, okay. they are, um, like they were daily mascores and. Okay. Yeah. Still and, are. Well, not, not right now because of their oh, own health and COVID yeah. and stuff. But I mean, they, they would, you know, um, put a place, you know, your trust in and, and kind of looked, looked for help from, you know, look to prayer to look after us, us all, you yeah. know, that kind of, that's yeah. their way as well, yeah. you know, as well as being um, not, not so, you know, um, limited by it, I suppose. Mm. But um, yeah, being very open and accepting at the same time as Brilliant. well as having yeah. faith. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, Let's let's go on a little bit from that. So, in I believe in two thousand and seven, Panty Bar was opened. When when did Panty for you guys become part of what Rory did? Like, wh- when was the first time he came home and da da was in his full? It was very gradual. Like he was, was well, he you, we would never see him in full drag at home. Like he's Rory, and he's just like. <laughs> Um, yeah, apart from three, three hours, yeah. Already, apart from the night, yeah. yeah. Apart from the night that he did the show at home for the, for the documentary, like I can't wait to talk. About we that. would never have, you know, he would never have been dressed well, up at well, home. Yeah, and when I lived in Dublin, I used to go to the Alternative Miss Ireland. Did you? Yeah, that was they were mad shows. I mean, they were such fun. So they were like, um, originally they were. Uh, it's it's like a it's like the. Miss World competition, like yeah. it's day, evening, and swimwear. Uh, <laughs> I saw competition, you know, themes uh, from. It. Yeah, I'm yeah. So gutted, I actually never went. Oh no, they were great the fun. Best yeah, night. And Mom and Dad went one year. Yeah, did they? they? Yeah, he hosted it for eighteen years or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a fundraiser for for HIV, for HIV. HIV. Yeah. and it was HIV, it was yeah. celebrating diversity and totally. mm. was it LGBTQ? Yeah, yeah. Well, well anybody could go community. into it. Yeah, right. but 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 um. It was such a community thing. Like, I mean, I used to go to it once a year and you'd, I suppose you, what you'd come away from 
it thinking was like, wow, there's so much love in the room for everybody. There's such a positive, it's such a really community kind of feel about it. Like they worked really hard at producing the show. Yeah. But and then the actual competition, like there's the competition. So but everybody's really supportive of all these crazy acts as well. Mm. Like there's some amazing stuff. And then you kind of oh, those other ones going. Really? Well, give us an example. What were you thinking? What, what kind of air? That, that's well, <laughs> the airways. Just like, <laughs> just totally mad stuff. Do you know, like that, I, I suppose it's so hard to even think about all the different ones, but it, it, it was just so like, what, you know, oh, wow, this is like, just so crazy, some Off of the, the stuff. Wall. Off the wall, yeah, yeah. But People really, like, fun. Loads of fun and yeah. loads of um, just like, but we, but we, we, we love everybody in it. You know, it doesn't matter who you are or what, how you turn up. It doesn't matter. Like there's all sorts of shapes and sizes. And, yeah. You know, it's just, it was, it was a great show. Yeah. They but were great shows. Was it over this time that Rory started to realise like he had a voice and he, mm. you know, he started to turn his diversity into something hugely positive and try and be almost a spokesperson for the LGBTQ community or was that more of a, a natural evolution for him? I, um, I suppose like th- those were he used to MC those all the time. So he, there was always an element of, you know, what was going on in the community at the time. And he'd, he'd, he'd have something to say about it as well. But that, that I suppose the actual event was was really just an example or an evidence of how you know, everybody, you can really accept everybody. Completely. Do you know? Yeah. Did you ever go? Yeah, Did I was I? there once. I was there the year my mum and dad went. Yeah. What um, did they think? Oh, they just thought, I, I mean, they just went and they enjoyed it. But they, you know, should they, everybody knew who they were because like they were the oldest people. <laughs> and he also spotted us because we were up, he was in the Olympia yeah. and we were up really high and um, he spotted us and told everybody. So everybody, of course, turned around and looked just then, you know, but uh, I, I they, they you know, really enjoyed like it. Their, their whole thing of like everybody, you know, and you said it yourself, like that mum and dad seemed like really nice people. And I think at the time, I suppose, you know, not everybody has been as lucky as, you know, coming out to your parents are, are having as as accepting as parents as mum and dad are. So maybe there is an element of like them also really being like, isn't it great that they're here and isn't it great for Rory that they're here? And, Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, and because that's what you get all the time now is that people come up to would come up to mom and dad and say how proud they are of Rory and, and then how mom and dad are so proud of him. Do you know Absolutely. all he's achieved? And what was their negative uh, reaction in any shape or form oh, in there, rural there, Ireland. There definitely was. There was some negative reaction at home. There, to yourselves? To your no, not, to no, but there was some kind of, there definitely was. And I, he, certainly when, when the show was, when the document, you know, the show that he did for the documentary, yeah. there was definitely some negative reaction around that. But like, we didn't, we didn't hear too much, but there definitely, no, there was. Like, but that's okay. Sure, people are entitled to their opinion. And yeah, there definitely would have been. And there, um once or twice there has been things said, right, for sure, that, you know, but you just, you know, that's their opinion. That's fine. 2014 was a huge year, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a quick chat about that. So yeah. Rory went on to Brendan O'Connor. Yeah. Um, do you want to fill us in on that? Um, and basically named some people as being homophobic 
and got in for a lot of trouble. And RTE were sued and he was sued. RTE paid out very fast, like within weeks, uh, within about two weeks, I think it was, or three or something. And um, anyway, basically all hell broke loose. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was very, tra- it was quite traumatic, really. It was, it was hard. Because you were just hearing all these stories and it was, yeah. But then you could also see that there was a lot of support and people were getting really behind it and people, in, you know, people in RTE were disgusted and there was people standing up all over the place and it went, it didn't go to the European Parliament. Mm. Somebody stood, one day. They talked about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Very overwhelming. Mm. Yeah. In the public eye. Yeah, and it was. scrutinised and how did you all deal, excuse me, in, in at home? Did you just batten down the hatches or did you come out and say... Hundred percent, we back. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But we, but, but I, we didn't, we didn't take to media or anything like. No, you gosh, know? no, no, no. It is kind of like, this is, uh, we're a private family. That, that I think that was the kind of sense we didn't yeah. engage with it. But we're were totally you behind. To? No, no, I don't think so. No, no. Yeah. no. But we, we definitely would be supportive of Rory. Do you know what I mean? And 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 really understand where he was coming from and how hurt he was, and how how people felt so so strongly about it and, and right he was to mm. call it out. For sure. You know. Yeah. And one of the most amazing things out of that three weeks later, he did the noble call in the Abbey, mm. which has amassed like millions of views yeah. at this stage. Yeah. What an unbelievably mm. strong, proud moment. Mm. And like need, you know, to go on stage after mm. that production. What was that like for you? Mm. I remember watching it that I saw it on Facebook that evening and thinking, wow, he's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, just so powerful. But also, I suppose it, it's, it would strike you as well that it resonates not just with the LGBT community, like how that difference and how, you know, you're having to check your yourself or, and your, you know, how you are in the world. Does it, it resonates with an awful lot of other people, not just LGBTQ. I, I've watched it a few times, like, yeah. check yourself mm. at a traffic light mm. and that, he finds, is oppressive. It, it yeah. just, mm. it was really powerful. Mm. Yeah. And across yeah. the world, people, Madonna, Graham yeah. Norton. Yeah. yeah Martina so, Navratilova, he yeah. was delighted with that because he was, he's such a big <laughs> tennis <laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> He's delighted with Martina yeah. Navratilova. That was the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he really was. <laughs> yeah. So, and and using his voice again, mm. it became like the referendum. He was mm. a huge mm. face to that mm. again, a massive moment and result for uh, mm. equality in mm. in Ireland. Did you all celebrate when the referendum was passed? Were you all in I Dublin? Just, no, Castle? I was just sorry. I was at work. I was just sorry I hadn't yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in the documentary. There, there's there's clips of him, you know, canvassing and walking to different doors, and that whole thing of being able to um, relay a story and really um, appreciate that it's just ordinary. What what they what people wanted was just ordinary, the same as anybody else's. And I, there's a, there's a there's a friend of mine from college, Sandra, and her mom. Um, uh, she, she like her, you know, her mum is probably in her seventies, and she's like, "No, oh, but I, I, I get it. I get but when Rory explains something, I, I understand what he means. So he's that taking the time to really under, mm. to really help people understand and and appreciate where where the community is coming from and what what they wanted, uh, made such a difference rather than just being told, you know, or vote yes or vote no. Like that, the whole be able to appreciate and understand and 
stand in somebody's shoes, as they say. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the fact that Rory was dressed as himself in the very unglamorous canvassing, mm. knocking on doors, mm. you know, no cameras, it showed that they simply were asking yeah. people to see that equality, it it has to happen. And yeah, it, it, I, I saw the, I saw a lovely side where he just, everybody was just so desperate just to be accepted as themselves yeah. and was willing to put in the graft. It wasn't the glitz mm. and glamour dressed as Panty. Mm. It was Rory yeah, saying, this is who I am and being willing, I'm willing to knock on a door and not know who was yeah. behind the other yeah. side. And that, 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 I learned an awful lot from looking at the documentary yes. that way too. Yes. After, you know, the, the referendum, he then went on himself to get married. He did indeed. He's yes. married to Anderson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Delivery Anderson, yeah. Uh, you, you sent us a couple of pictures which will pop up on, on the podcast. Um, I said to you earlier, I'd say, how you know, does he all think you're mad? <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. I mean, yeah. we're a bit overwhelming, maybe. <laughs> but Anderson is very private and yeah. soft-spoken and um, very, very nice. A very nice man. Yeah, we really like him. We, you know, and uh, there's, there's, I don't know if it's among the photographs, but on their wedding day, mm. when mom and dad are, and daddy has his arm around him. Oh, it's so nice because he, he's from Brazil, so his family weren't able to come, okay. uh, you know, um, and travel that far. So um, it's, it, it is really lovely warmth. And he's, yeah, we, we definitely welcome him. And, and you can see a different side to Rory. Can you? Oh, when yeah. he's in his company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a softer yeah. and... Caring. He's, and yeah, yeah. Because you, you mightn't have seen that softer side of Rory. It's, it's not as obvious. Um, but I suppose the public persona love. versus yeah. the the private one. Yeah, because he has is it Panty Bliss Cabrera? What's his? That's right, Cabrera. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how many years are they married? They got married in two thousand and eighteen or nineteen. Was yeah. There's a gorgeous photo of right. you all outside the outside Penny, Penny Lane. Lane. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And he he continues on to be an entertainer, mm-hmm. a writer, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm advocate for mm. for equality do you all get involved in that or do you just let him go do your th- do, do his thing or do you every so often come up to Dublin or he comes down and get involved in any shape or form I don't think we get involved in no. it usually but I but I think he I suppose from my own work like I do advocacy work myself and um I think He's he's very brave. So there's there's t- there's times I've I've watched that noble call just to kind of give you a bit of a g up sometimes. Yeah, Do you know, just mm. to say, you know, keep going because it, it it can apply in all sorts of ways. You can use that. There's a bravery that he has. I think we've I've learned from him that, you know, it's good to be brave sometimes, and it's, you need to be brave for for yourself or for for people. Do you know? Um, so. We mightn't be directly involved in things, but I think it kind of resonates with, with what his actions that he takes, and you'd be going, yeah, good on your own. Mm. Mm. And on that note, we'll finish up by talking about when he went back to Ballinrobe, dressed as Panty. Yeah, tell us about that. Was that a couple of years ago, or that was two thousand and fifteen for the thirtieth right. um, of May two thousand and fifteen for <laughs> the uh, documentary. Right, and. Um, 
yeah, we were very involved in the organisation of all that because there's no, t- we have no town hall. So it was, it was put a marquee in, there's actually, a, what was a tyre business, a car sales in their forecourt, basically. On, this, on, on, on our street. On our like, street. Yeah. And so the, the house is like literally 200 yards away. Mm. So um, they would have come down to view a couple of other places. And anyway, we went with this. We had to put a marquee in that premises uh, for the gathering. We had a street um, reunion for the gathering. So we knew it was capable of, of putting, of you know, of, you know, taking it. Mm. So we, I just went into them and said, guys, can I ask you a huge favour? <laughs> so they were the guys in fairness to them in freedom of ability. They were very good about accepting, you know, allowing us to use the premises. And uh, so we put it up again, the marquee again, same marquee again, and 500 chairs later. Yeah. Did people pay? Yeah. Mm. It was a charity event? We, yeah, we, we gave we gave money to um, couple, time, two yeah. or three charities. Actually, there was four, four benefactors in, altogether, four different groups. Yeah. It was so, such a, it was such a mad um, feeling about it all. I remember standing mm-hmm. myself and Fergal, mm. or, or the brother, and... Uh, Standing uh, in this, uh, it was just packed. Christina going, wow. The people were standing at the back. Wow. There was like no seats was, left. Yeah, it was just, you know, in anticipation of what, when, when you didn't really know what was going to happen. And then meanwhile, Rory was having a few drinks at home going, oh, Jesus, oh, what have I just it. done? And um, people didn't, people were like, they were actually sitting on top of each other because it was like to try and get in the 500 chairs. And no, I was amazed. Nobody complained. Not Nobody like because <laughs> I was thinking, oh my god, we're definitely going to have somebody saying this is you know crazy, but nobody said a word. And and all, uh, you know, he was looked absolutely gorgeous. Went mm. up on stage, mm. made his speech, made some hilarious mm. comment about a local mm. guy. Well, what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> um, Balmoral was famous for its um, nicknames. nicknames. Yeah, yeah, there's loads of people with loads of nicknames. That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But, but uh, yeah, so he he um, one of his gags was something about um, you know it's worth you know you could be called worse than Panty Bliss, and in in Balmoral he said, well, you could be called Cock Dennis. (laughs) And who's that? This. He's just a guy from home that is like, he's, I mean, he has, he but he's, no, no he wasn't, there, but, but she's delighted. He was yeah. like, he had to, they had to get his permission to, to use the piece in the, in the um, documentary. He was delighted. Just talk like on, on stage, he spoke for how long? Over, oh, over, over an hour. Well, over an hour, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does he was ad lib or does he? No, add... this was actually a show. This yeah. is, okay. He actually did his, his, like one of his stage shows. Yeah. Um, kind of. I suppose oh, censored a bit, censored a bit for for the for the audience. <laughs> like everybody was there, mom, all mommy's age, all like friends, mommies, people around the town who said we're not missing this and yeah. went along. Yeah, mm. but it, it was a real mixture of age groups. Yeah, it yeah. was great fun. It was, and lo- lo- loads of Rory's friends came down, you know, to support him. And um, Lorcan came home. From yeah, and, it was uh, great fun. From Italy. We had a friend and who came home from Hong Kong, or uh, yeah, Hong. No, where where were they living? Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh out, out, yeah. out east. Hong Kong first, yeah. And looking at your folks reacting mm. to some of the <laughs> jokes, I think particularly that mention of that guy, like it was the cutest thing. Your dad and mom were peeling themselves yeah, laughing. Yeah, just, yeah. And yeah. so was everybody else. And you know, I'm sure many 
you know, LGBTQ mm. members uh, like who who lived in the mm. vicinity mm. were so proud okay. and delighted to have somebody right. in such a public, you know, yeah. sad to be able to come home and stand up and say, it's fantastic being. Yeah, because different. when you think about it, he didn't feel comfortable at being at home in Bonnerob for so long and then to come home to this and such a welcome and such fun. And it was, yeah, it was real, that whole thing of community and, you know, being loved by, uh, isn't it great to be here? And it was, yeah, it was such great fun. Yeah, it was a really good night. Do a full 360. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was great. It was a great night. Was... Well, look, thank you so much for coming in. It's <laughs> been fun. absolutely brilliant getting all the little anecdotes. <laughs> you both are absolute characters and thank you. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you're you. Welcome.